Cheers. Cheers. Welcome back. It is another episode of the Eras of Christ with your Pastor Swifties. I am Pastor Paige. And I'm Pastor Megan. And we are so glad that you are here with us. If you're watching, you probably noticed our fancy mugs that go really well with this episode of Evermore. It's the Evermore episode. I love Evermore. Yes. It is. I mean, folklore and Evermore are my two favorites. They, yeah. they just the storytelling, mm-hmm. the music, all of it. It's just stunning. And yes. for fall, and I mean, here in Ohio, we had our first snow yesterday. So yes. this was mood. Yeah. And that's a perfect segue because the color for this era is gold mm-hmm. our years are still the same as folklore 2020 to 2022 mm-hmm. this is the sister album to yes. folklore because it was released six months after mm-hmm. um folklore and taylor even said in a post that i couldn't stop writing right with this era normally she would start planning the next but she's like i need to keep writing and this is folklore they consider it more summer mm-hmm evermore is our winter album so it's very appropriate that it is cold and very chilly out here in ohio um so this is the perfect album for us to discuss yeah and when it's a little darker and all of that it's um it it is it has this fall winter mood right i think it came out in early january Mm -hmm. um and yeah so it has a different tone than folklore but uses the same skills, right? Yes. So she's partnering with other writers, other musicians. She's telling other people's stories more than telling mm-hmm. her own. I, I think there's a little bit of her story in here. Yes. Yes. Um, Probably we didn't realize how much of her story was in there until this past summer. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, this album is a collection of songs that explore the themes of love, loss, and nostalgia. And you can definitely hear that in the songs. And I think even when we get to the verses we've picked, you can hear right. those three themes a lot in yeah. what we picked. Yeah. This album um, is also the home of our Swifty, Pastor yes. Swifty's yes. verse, right? Which many of our verses are a little more serious and a mm-hmm. little, you know, this is what it means to me. This yeah. one is right between the Methodist and Mm -hmm. the school that used to be ours. Yes. Which is because we're Methodist pastors. (laughs) Yes. And it's even the title of this week's episode, The The Methodist. Methodist. We were like, we can't even find anything else. It has to be this. Right. Because we've been joking about this since our very first episode. Yeah. You know? And I mean, that connection to the Methodist church in her hometown is also a real gift. She didn't grow up Methodist. She grew up Catholic, I believe. Um, But I just, I don't know. There was something about it. It was like, Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So when did you first listen to this album? Because you had a great story with how you first listened to Folklore. Is that, was that the same for Evermore? So yes, but on a different trip. Okay. So the Evermore album came out and mm-hmm. I was getting ready to come back into uh, the city from way out in the country where I was living. Uh, and I downloaded Evermore to listen to. And in fact, the two albums are on a shared playlist mm-hmm. and I listened to them back to back forever. Yeah. I was like, I don't know which one any song is on. Yeah. Because to me, they were one long album mm-hmm. um, of Taylor, the storyteller. Yes. So the, it, it was again, a comfort album, just yeah. like with folklore coming into this language, the singer songwriter Ness mm-hmm. is such a big part of this. And I yeah. think this one, ended up having some really great like one lines 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's the source. This album is where my verse comes yes. from. My personal one, which is never be so polite that you forget your power and never wield such power that you forget to be polite. Mm-hmm. And that image from her is so powerful of how many of us, how many women yeah. are told to just be nice. And then uh-huh. we become, you've got a line about perpetual ple- people pleasers, yes, right? In that, one of yours. Next week. Oh, that's next week. Yes, right. that's next week. See, I just, they run together for they me. They do. Yes, but yeah. Um, and we're just taught that and mm-hmm. to not use the power that we had and to think yeah. about what was happening in um, the summer of 2020. This one was 2021, January was the release, December, I believe. I think December okay. 2020, yeah. Um, but what happened the summer of 2020 with yeah. not just COVID, but the protests and, and Taylor's mm-hmm. own beginning to understand her power yeah. That started with Lover. Yeah, the power con- of her voice. Mm-hmm. And continued yeah. to evolve. Exactly. Yeah, it's so, the first time she endorsed a major political candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, she'd done state rep- or state senators for herself, but she did, she endorsed our president. Right. You know, um, President Biden. She went out and said, this is who, mm-hmm. because of all the things that she believes in. Right. You know, so. Yeah. And I think that that idea of politeness and power mm-hmm. being intertwined yeah. um, and politeness being used to tell women to not use their power, yeah. you know, is such a powerful thing. And yeah. and we'll talk a little bit more about that particular song and what it mm-hmm. means to me um, as we continue this episode. But what were yeah. some of your uh, first listen verses? Yes. So this album for me, much like folklore, I didn't know as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when this came out in December of 2020, I was still very much in the midst of my first appointment. December is a hard month for mm-hmm. me personally, just with losses that I've experienced mm-hmm. in my life that all seem to happen in December. Um, and so this album, and I even noticed this past week, I just sort of was like, I can only listen to this so much before I start getting too in my feelings right now. Mm-hmm. And I would need to switch to Poppy Taylor again. <laughs> And then I would come back because I knew our assignment was right. to listen to Evermore. And then I'd be like, okay, Poppy Taylor again. Or I remember this past weekend, I religiously would sit and watch the live streams of the Eras tour. Okay. Part of me was I really wanted to see if we got the Reputation TV announcement. We did not. We just got the announcement of she is resetting the surprise songs right. from 2024, which is fantastic. Right. But like I needed the poppiness. I needed that. And it's probably because it's getting darker outside. Mm-hmm. It's getting colder. The days are getting longer. All that sort of stuff. But when I first started re-listening to this, the one song that I was just like, oh, I didn't realize how much that song was awesome and amazing. And that's Gold Rush. Yes. And Paige can attest to this because as soon as it comes on, I just start like dancing a little bit in my chair. Well, or... and it's the poppiest one on the album, I yes. think. Like... <laughs> It is. It is. And there's the, after like the little interlude, the very first line is, I don't like a gold rush, gold rush. And just the way she sings it just makes me so happy. And I'm just like, it's just so good. So not purely because of what the words are, just purely of how she sings it. Yeah. I love it. But then if we want to get into the, oh my gosh, wow. Thanks, Taylor. Right, that one hit me right in mm-hmm. the field. Yeah, long story short, lines 53 through 55, right. past me. 
I want to tell you not to get lost in these petty things. Oh, oh yeah. And I just was like, oh, hmm. okay. Okay, th Tag. Th th thanks for that. Yeah. Um, wow. It just was like, yeah, because there's lots of times you just want to be like, pass me. It's not going to matter as much as you think it matters right now. Right. This thing that's happening right now is minuscule to what you think it's going to be in your life. Or how that person treated you is not going to matter mm -hmm. because they are no longer in your life. Right. Because they could not be in your life anymore. There's there's such a power in realizing mm -hmm. that when we experience something for the first time, we're yeah. experiencing it for the first time. Yes. Right. Yeah. And this was something that hit me. Um, this was pre COVID. Yeah. Um, the first time I met my niece, my oldest niece, mm -hmm. um, and she was just crying. And I just yeah. thought, her, I was like, I know it's hard to be human. Yes. It's hard to be human. Yes. And it, that really got me thinking about how uh -huh. much we don't know what we're doing yeah. until well, we have to yes. do it or until we've already done it. Right. And I think Taylor's words, her lyrics, they speak to that. It's mm -hmm. sort of her giving us advice. Mm -hmm. It's like, I. this is what I have learned. Mm -hmm. Take my advice and don't sweat the small stuff. Right. Don't be so caught up in the pettiness of the things that are happening around you. Mm -hmm. And I feel that's also her taking her own advice of things that have happened, just like, mm -hmm this is not going to matter in the long scope of things right. because you have now been named Apple's music's artist of the year, Spotify's global artist of the year. Right. Like she won 10 billboard music awards. She's been nominated for more Grammys. Like, yeah, you're doing great kid, you know? Yeah. So, and it doesn't take away from the fact that the exactly. feelings they're having in those moments yes, are, are real valid. and valid, yes. right? And that's such a tough balance. It can be so mm -hmm. easy to go like, oh, that was petty and I don't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And to be able to say, look, look at who we are today and look mm -hmm. back and go, oh yeah, that really got to me. It wouldn't get to me today. Yeah. Yeah. And, and see our growth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think a lot of our stories that we have with Jesus are also that mm -hmm. that we have a lot of those stories of where you know before as Paige just talked about you know he first was i'm just here for the juice that's all i'm mm -hmm. here for and now it's oh wait i'm here for everyone right you know like he's even learning from himself mm -hmm. you know sort of like past me past jesus don't right. worry about you know yeah. what you thought you were sent here for right think of all the things and all the people that you have now touched because and, of that and the idea that jesus and and god by extension uh -huh. continue to, to respond to the way the world is yes. different yes right yeah. that um we are experiencing things i mean how much change have we experienced in our lifetimes yes. right like yes. Yes. i keep telling people i remember when camera phones came out and i thought they were super dumb we we film every week on my phone yes. like yeah we wouldn't have been able to do this 10 years ago with the quality of yeah. this thanks steve jobs right you know and, and all of the people who worked for him. Yes, yes, um, yes. But this album, I had a harder time making direct ties to different scriptural stories. Oh, yeah. I think the only one I have is the one that I sent to you back in August. Well, and this was great because we, we've shared that when the project started, I told uh -huh. her what I thought reputation was 
tied yeah. to, but that was it. I said, I want to give you more. Mm -hmm. I want your brain to be your brain. Yes, yes. Um, and, and I think it was right after I said, yes, I want to do this project with you, like three days later is, so we have to write sermons every week, mm -hmm. you know, and it's a thing. It's a thing. So we can preach on Sundays. Right. God bless the pastors that are able to just, you know, not have to physically write anything and just can preach. Right. I want to see inside your brain to see how that works. Um, also, they've been pastors for 20 years. Or more. That or is more. also true. I mean, like. I'm only on year four. You're so. only on year. That's, this might be a petty thing. You don't want to get lost in in the future. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but whatever. But like, so I listen to certain music mm -hmm. when I'm writing. And when I knew we were doing this project, I was like, okay, I need to listen to Taylor because I need to start getting in that mindset of it. And I think that helped contribute to her being my number one person on Apple Music. She's my 30, number one. 30,000 on... minutes. That's insane. I didn't even listen to music for 30,000 minutes this year. I sort of was like, tell me you're doing a Taylor Swift centric podcast without telling me you're doing a Taylor Swift centric podcast. <laughs> but as soon as this song came up on Evermore, I was just like, I think I immediately texted you and it might be in all caps. It might or at be. least be a good portion of it in caps was, oh my God, this is woman at the tomb. Yes. And if you all know this album, you can probably guess what song I'm talking about. Which is more the, the title and the chorus, right? Yes. Than the actual it, content. Yes. And that's how I think a lot of Evermore turned out, mm -hmm. was that it's more the title or the feeling as opposed to specific right. lines. Yeah. Whereas folklore, we had specific lines that we mm -hmm. could pull. So the woman at the tomb, which is, if you're more Swifty than Jesus-y, is when the women go after the three days to the tomb to prepare Jesus for burial mm -hmm. because he died on the Sabbath or right before the Sabbath. And so they had to rush through everything. Right. And wait for and some wait of the prep. for the prep. So they went and took all the things they were going to need. And there was, oh my gosh, how are we going to roll away the stone? And my aunt is right now going, and they rolled away the stone because that's how I have to say it every year since I'm a little <laughs> child. And she is now doing that as well. So I love it. Love um, it. And that was their worry was like, how are we going to roll away the stone? Because it's this huge thing mm -hmm. that they literally had to roll away. And when they got there, the stone was rolled away and the tomb was empty. There was no body. So was there a crime? Right. So if you didn't get with those hints, the song is no body, no crime. <laughs> Well, and it's there's this real appropriateness to this because yes. the in one of the gospels, and we'll check and put it in the notes. Yes, the like Roman leaders are oh, they're so worried about yes. Jesus' body getting stolen. Yes, yes, because of this kind of thing. Uh -huh. Like, yeah, um, and so it's really funny in that with yes. that tie. Yes, so and especially as we know, the song is sung by four women. Yes. There were supposedly four women at the tomb. Mm -hmm. We know for sure one was Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. Why don't we say that's Taylor Swift? That just made the both of us really excited. And then we have I'm the Haim sisters. Haim sisters <laughs> as the other Mary Salome, Salome, and Joanna. Joanna, yeah. You know, and sometimes the fourth person is just the other woman, but we have all four gospels listed because this story is in. All, all of four them. gospels. Yeah. 
But yeah, and I've even linked to um, an article in our show notes that you can find on PastorSwifties.com of this amazing article that this woman wrote about the women at the tomb and how these women were the first apostles, specifically Mary Magdalene, and that she was named more times in the Gospels than any other apostle. I love that. That like that, brings yes. me untold joy. Yes, when I read that to Paige, she's like, oh, oh my gosh. And I'm like, yeah. Like, so it's a really interesting article. And the song, Nobody, No Crime, is a group of women friends mm-hmm. that are standing up for their one friend. Right. Who's just being through it in a relationship. Right. And so... It's her, I mean, it's her version of a chick song. Goodbye, Goodbye Earl. Right. <laughs> Goodbye, Earl. Yes. Uh, and who she really likes yes. them. I mean, she, this was in Miss Americana, I think, where she yeah. talked about, well, yeah, they stood up for the things, and mm-hmm. I like them. Yeah, and in fact, they were um, a featured guest on the Lover album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that sort of fun tie of, of women standing up for yes. women. And uh, the fact that the women were so important in mm-hmm. the story that they were the first ones to find yes. Jesus' body. And just like the women in Taylor's story, mm-hmm. they were the ones to help. Right. Yeah. They were the ones to make sure their friend was safe mm-hmm. and taken care of and all that sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah. So that that was my story. That was the one I'm going to stick with since August. That as soon as we got to this episode, I was like, I claim it. I claim it. It's mine. It's mine. I may have some songs and stories for the next album that have been claimed since we planned as well. So it's true. That's true. It's true. So yes. So Paige, why don't you walk through? Because we said a lot of last week that we were going to have some more parables this week. And I thought that's what we were going to do. I know. And it's so funny that that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, But what did happen was there were several songs several moments that made me think of some of the other women oh so not the women at the tomb right yeah and some of these women we've talked about Mm -hmm. but there's a line in gold rush Mm. where she it's um like quick brush yeah um where it it made me go i was listening to it while driving for thanksgiving i think yeah and went oh that's the woman with the flow of blood. Yeah. Um, who I don't have we told that story? We did. Okay. We did, yeah. Um, and so she I don't remember what era, but we have right? told it. She barely touches Jesus yes. and is healed through that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just made me think of her. Yeah. Um the other is tolerated. Okay. Now I love I truly love this album. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Tolerate It is one of the ones that I just, I think is fantastic. I love the way she performs it in the Mm -hmm. concert. I love that it also speaks back to how she did um, Blank Space in the 1989 tour, I think, Mm -hmm. with The Long Table. Yeah. But go with me on this one. Okay. Jesus is the one tolerating. Okay. Martha. Mm. We've talked about Mary, Mary of Bethany. Yeah. and um, her sister, Martha, their brother, Lazarus. We mm-hmm. talked about that story a few weeks yes. ago. Um, but the, the quintessential story of Martha and Mary is that Mary sits at Jesus' feet when he comes to their house. And mm-hmm. she wants to learn from the teacher. And yeah. we talked about her calling him out. Um, Martha calling him out, like, make my sister help me. Mm-hmm. And I think Jesus is like, I'm, I'm going to tolerate 
you're busy. Yeah. So Martha can't sit still. Martha won't sit and yeah. learn and be present. And instead, mm -hmm. in her anxiety, she starts, she's cleaning, she's cooking, she's doing yeah. everything. I mean, I try, I've done that, that anxiety. Uh -huh. <laughs> Clean. I tend more towards Mary, but yes. I've also done the Martha anxiety mm -hmm. thing. And and so I just found myself thinking about Jesus, like just sitting there watching her busy be around him. Yeah. 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 Sort of if you've seen it um, on the tour of where you've seen the movie, um, Taylor's the one that's getting everything ready, setting everything up. Mm -hmm. And the gentleman's just sort of sitting there like, oh. okay, why are you right. flouncing around? Why does everything need to be perfect? Why does it all need to be clean perfectly? Mm -hmm. Just come and sit and be with me. Right. You know? Interesting. That isn't how I see it. Oh, okay. I see it as... The, she's being herself, mm -hmm. um, being this authentic person who wants to celebrate the life, yeah. who wants the fancy dishes because that's fun, who yeah. um, wants her person to notice her for who she is. Mm -hmm. And that instead of loving her in her frenetic franticness, yeah. he just tolerates it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which isn't Jesus. I mean, Jesus loves Martha in her yes. frenetic Ness, yes right yes. and he sees that that's maybe not helping her grow in her discipleship or yeah. in her relationship with mary or the other disciples mm -hmm. who were there yeah so that was sort of a both and yes yeah yeah and now i'm mad that i didn't come up with anything for champagne problems i did i did think briefly and this one isn't in our notes about is this you know when jesus turns water into wine Ooh, but not yeah. really no not really no um and it's just a good one. It I mean, is. Yes. I have my champagne problems bracelet on that I got from when we went to the tour. Yeah. Uh, so that was another one. Again, yeah. we've got, I've got mood things. You do have moods. Um, but this is very much a mood album. Though, it is. Yeah. Which, which fits. Right. Yeah. yeah. So what's some other moods you have? Um, so happiness. Okay. Happiness is a great song. It is. We both. Yes. Have quotes from happiness. Uh huh. One of happiness was one of my first listen quotes. Um, yeah. And the line is, there'll be happiness uh, after you, but there was happiness because of you. Both of these things can be true. There's happiness in our history. Mm -hmm. And this line, along with a lot of that song, really hit me in an interesting place. Mm -hmm. And we're the week after Thanksgiving, um, as we're filming this and Thanksgiving yeah. is a holiday where I have a memory mm -hmm. that is only mine yeah. and my ex-husband's. Yeah. And we went to New York together mm -hmm. for um, Thanksgiving one year. And this is something he and I share. Yeah. And it's a happy memory and it a is. happy moment, even though we, weren't happy and didn't stay together, right? Yeah. And so I love that idea that just because it didn't work doesn't mean mm. there's no good. Yeah. There's no happy. Mm. Um, and it reminded me of Jesus, again, in the farewell discourse. Mm -hmm. Jesus is talking to his disciples, yeah. um, preparing them for what's to come. Mm -hmm. And the disciples are like, what do you mean you're leaving? Yeah excuse me, can we go with you? Right. Like, Not yet. And Jesus says, I won't leave you alone. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to send the advocate, the Holy Spirit to be with you. And it made me think about Jesus being like, look, we had these good times, good experiences. You Mm -hmm. learned from me. Yeah. And there's more. Uh Uh, In another place, he says that you will heal even more people than I did. Mm -hmm. And so that made me, happiness kind of made me think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, why did you have happiness? This was one of your re-listen quotes. Yeah. So the, yeah, this is one of my re-listen quotes. And as you all look at the show notes, you will see that I have a lot for one particular song and we will get to that in a second. But um, happiness, I did the earlier version okay. of this. So it doesn't include the, there is history mm-hmm. or happiness in our history. It's just the, there'll be happiness after you, but there is happiness because of you. Both of these things can be true. When we first were listening to it last week, because what we do is after we're done filming and we make sure everything has worked yep. correctly, we immediately are like, okay, next album. Right. Transition. And transition. And we put on Evermore and started listening to it. And I was sitting getting stuff prepped for our Thanksgiving service. And all of a sudden I just went, oh, grandma and dad. Mm. And I thought of, okay, there'll be happiness after you but there'll be happiness because of you. I have so many happy memories with my mom, with my dad, grandma, with grandpa, with all these people that I've mm-hmm. lost, but there's still happiness after them. Yeah. And you would have told me almost 18 years ago that after I lost my dad, there would be happiness. I've been like, no, there's not. And But the thing is, both of those are true. Right. Just sort of like, you know, how Paige said it, talked about it, like, you know, there's the history. Mm-hmm. There's history of happiness. I was very blessed to grow up in a very happy mm-hmm. household. Um, I'm very close to my mom's side of the family. Mm-hmm. I'm also close to my dad's side, but mom's side, they were seven to 10 minutes away. Wow. So I saw them all the time. We mm-hmm. did Sunday night dinners together. So like when we talk about tolerate it and we put out our fancy stuff, I think about how, oh, yeah, Sunday night dinners were usually fancier plates. Oh. You know, they were usually the nicer ones. Okay. Or, you know, we have certain dishes that come out just for Christmas mm-hmm. or certain dishes that just come out for Easter. My birthday has certain dishes. Mom's how birthday fancy. has ones. It's when you have a lot of china in the households, you know. Yeah. You get certain dishes. But, yeah, so... There is happiness after you. I didn't think that would be possible, but there's also happiness in my life because Mm -hmm. of the time I had with these Mm -hmm. people, you know? So even the people that, you know, haven't physically left me, but are no longer in Mm -hmm. friendships or whatever with, I can still look back on fond memories of things, you know, sort of like the both things can be true. You know, it's the both and again of the tolerated. Mm -hmm. And I love that piece of this and i mm-hmm. think too in the context especially of loss yeah we often feel like even when we have moments of joy or happiness in the days after losing someone we have mm-hmm. so much guilt yeah we can have so mm-hmm. much guilt yes and there's power in remembering that being having good times having good mm-hmm. memories after losing someone doesn't negate yeah. the, the grief or the exactly. happiness you shared with that person yeah yeah and I think, um, I don't know if you want to start talking about this, but I'll just, mm-hmm. we get that in the resurrection. We do. We get that hope 
-hmm. we get that happiness. Um, we spent, I think 98.9% of the reputation era podcast episode talking about Holy week, Mm -hmm. but we stopped on Saturday. Right. Right. We didn't make it to Sunday. This album has so much resurrection energy. We get it in nobody, no cry, Mm -hmm. happiness, Mm -hmm. Marjorie and Marjorie. And there is, it's interesting because this is a mellow, chill winter album Mm -hmm. and it has the resurrection energy, right? And the language around it, because sometimes resurrection is, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, Jesus is alive. Oh Mm -hmm. my gosh. Sometimes it's a little more like Mark. In Mark's gospel, the women go, they're terrified and they don't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, eventually they do because we have the story, but like it it can sometimes be like that, you mm-hmm. know, where it's like almost a relief um, or it's small. It's the still small voice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, Marjorie has so much of that. Mm-hmm. And that didn't hit me until we saw the movie. Yeah. So yeah. Megan mentioned that her, many of her losses are in this season and, mm-hmm. and loss leaves scars. It leaves yeah. wounds and you can have, for years, mm-hmm. those months, just like you're sad and you don't know yeah. why, and that's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were saying it's been 18 years since your dad. Yep. Um, in October, it was 10 years mm-hmm. since my mom, and we saw the movie on the 10-year anniversary mm-hmm. of her passing. And I had never thought about my mom and Marjorie mm-hmm. until we were sitting there in the theater. And unbidden like yeah <laughs> unexpected yeah. i just start crying and thank god like we know each other well enough yes. that she just like put her just like she did yeah. she just put her hand on my leg and, yeah. and my arm it was like okay friend we're uh-huh. here yeah um but it hit me i talked about the um the power and polite piece mm-hmm. but my mom one of the things people said about her was that she was just so witty yeah but she wasn't mean yeah. And there's this image of kind and clever, right? Mm-hmm. That's the first verse. Never be yeah. so um, kind that you forget to be clever. Mm-hmm. Never be so clever that you forget to be kind. Mm-hmm. But then she goes, what died didn't stay dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about her grandmother. Yeah. And her keeping her grandmother alive through this memory. Mm-hmm. And that it just made me think about my mom, but mm-hmm. also about what I tend to, how I tend to preach resurrection for everyday people. Yeah. Right. That when somebody passes on, we are the ones who keep them alive. Mm -hmm. We are the ones who continue to tell their story. And we are the ones who continue to be influenced by who they were, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, again, Thanksgiving just happened. And, uh, we made the pie that my mom always made mm-hmm. and um, my boyfriend made it because we had a worship service. Yeah. And so he said, I'll make the pie. Very, very sweet of him. Uh, and I went, my mom's legacy rests in your hands. Right? Like, <laughs> no pressure or anything. No pressure. <laughs> uh, but any, you know, weird, I was teasing a little yeah. bit, but um, this, this sense that we'll do things that keep mm-hmm. the people we love alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, so I just love the way she says yes. that in yes. this song. And it does. It has this eternal life it thing does. to it. 
it does that whole song um if you don't listen to any other tracks from this album i highly suggest marjorie mm-hmm. just because it is so much of the story there are lyrics about i wish i would have kept all of your grocery store receipts mm-hmm. or your list so i could have your handwriting um her grandmother was an opera singer and there's a line in the song that says i still hear you singing to me and in the background you hear marjorie singing like that is marjorie still singing so every concert mm-hmm. of this tour has had marjorie singing in it and it's a beautiful mm-hmm. moment like i think that's where Paige and i both just sort of lost it during this during the movie and i know we'll lose it in approximately two weeks when it is released mm-hmm. onto streaming um but yeah this song i think just speaks beautifully about how we're told to keep everybody's memories alive right how we're told to keep jesus alive in us mm-hmm. in a few weeks <clears throat> neither one of us want to think about it yet we will be celebrating christmas right we don't want to not think about it. We've had yes. Christmas trees in the last yes. two videos. Yes. So. But the fact that 2,000 some odd years later, we're right. still celebrating the birth of yeah. our Savior. And then not that long after it, because Lent comes really close it does. after Christmas this year, we will still be celebrating Lent and the resurrection mm-hmm. and Eastertide. And we're still keeping his memory alive by still doing this podcast right you know by sharing these stories with people that maybe never would have heard them Mm -hmm. or maybe not heard them in this way right um you know showing people that you can take something very secular Mm -hmm. and make it religious right you know and i think that has been a really fun part about this project well and i think too this idea of what died didn't stay dead Mm -hmm. um in particular in that song takes the idea of eternal life Mm -hmm. and phrases it differently right yeah jesus repeatedly talks about a promise of eternal life Mm -hmm. and there are lots of people for whom that means one thing and it means i'm gonna go to heaven Mm-hmm. when I die. That's it. Yeah. And that's their main goal. And that's, that's not who I am as a pastor or as a Christian mm-hmm. because eternal life is not just that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being kept alive by those you love. So what's yeah. the impact you have, but it's also having the best life you can have in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Right. When I think about her following in her grandmother's footsteps, right? Like yeah. opera singer, she's sharing music with the world. Um, is that is keeping her grandmother alive. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, I mean, look, is Taylor not living her best life right yeah. now, right? Yeah. And that is so much what God hopes for for mm-hmm. us. What God wants for us more than anything Mm-hmm. is to have these beautiful lives that are full, that um, aren't just people who tolerate us, right? Yeah, <laughs> But are, exactly. have happiness and have even people who stand up for us and, and mm-hmm. all of those things. So for me, there's a lot of depth in that idea of yeah. eternal life. And it's not just later. Yeah. It's now. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to keep you going? Right. Long after we're gone. Right. And 
how are you just going to live fully, yes. right? Yes, right now. Yeah. So you're living the things, you know, my mom never mm -hmm. got to see me be ordained. Your dad doesn't even, wasn't here to see you become a pastor, no, right? And would no. think it's nuts yes, from what you said. There are so many stories of, you know, my dad died my sophomore year of college. So he never even got to see me graduate mm -hmm. from college, nor did he ever see me graduate from seminary, obviously. And one of the very first conversations mom and I had after I decided to go into ministry and started seminary was, so what do you think dad would think about all of this? And this was before my grandma died. And my grandma and my dad had a very beautiful relationship. Mm -hmm. um, so it was, you know, my, my dad and my grandpa were in heaven at that time. And mom goes, well, dad, grandpa's probably sitting there going, well, Pete, this makes sense. <laughs> but why does she have to go to school to become a pastor? Can't she just go and do that? No. This is why she has to go and learn. But why does she have to go to school for that? <laughs> because he wasn't raised in a family that did secondary education. Okay. He went to trade school. Mm -hmm. um, so he didn't understand. He didn't understand the college thing either. He was just like, why? Right. Why do we have to do this? I don't know why I had to either, except to get my master's degree because I'm not really, but it's fine. Whatever. But yeah, so like it was definitely the. You probably would not understand this. Grandma and grandpa have probably now sat down multiple times and talked to him, been like, Pete, this makes sense. Didn't you see this while you were still with her? So. But our parents see us differently. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. Um, and yeah. And I think there's, there's so much again in that, in the ways that you keep your dad's like, yeah. by talking about him. Yes. Like, yeah. Right. I mean, I, I know when you came on, when you guys joined us on this journey, you didn't mm -hmm. imagine you'd hear about the, the sad dead parents. Yeah. That were <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's a part of life right. and this is Taylor's music. Taylor's mm -hmm. music brings up all of this stuff. It gives us words to express Mm -hmm. the things we're feeling words that we didn't even know could explain it you know taylor didn't become popular or go into mainstream until after dad died mm, okay so i didn't have her music right when dad died i right. had a different artist i'm very thankful i had him um and still do mm -hmm. um but to go back and re-listen to these albums, having processed my grief in the past 18 years, mm -hmm. it's just sort of like a thank you for these words. Right. And I think that's why for one of my re-listens, I have so many verses. Oh, yeah. I probably could have just said the whole song. Yeah. But I just picked specific, hmm. well, you know. Well, let's hear that. I think I have one more story, but I want to hear about why uh, Evermore is yes. ever yours. Yeah. Aw, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm not surprised at all that my other favorite song off this album was another Taylor Swift and Bonavir song. Right. Because I picked Exile mm -hmm. for my last one for right. Folklore. But Evermore, as I was listening to it, when we were listening to it last week, there just, I was like, oh, this is, you know, really great. But as you're listening to it more, I just was like, oh, okay. If I had this album, like, 
January of 2006, mm. it would have been, it was sad girl winter anyways, but it would have been for sure sad girl winter. And that was back when, now all of you young people, back when you put song lyrics as away messages on instant messenger. Oh my gosh, memories. I am just thinking, wow, a lot of these song lyrics would have been an away message and my sorority sisters would have been very concerned. Right. Oh my gosh. And they would have come knocking on my door in the sorority house and been like, Megan, let's go talk. Right. Oh my gosh. So the first one I want to start with, and I have them all listed, but go with me on this. So my first one is, hey, December, guess I'm feeling unmoored. Well, December is when my dad died. I had to look up and see what unmoored meant. Mm. So there's with a vessel, that one doesn't apply, but of a person, you're insecure, confused, lacking contact with reality. Okay, but the vessel does yes. tie to that, right? Not or no longer attached to a mooring. So you're no longer attached to something. Right, so yes. it's a boat. Yes. This is the vessel, right? Yes. A moor is something that holds it still in the water. Yeah. And if you're unmoored, right, yes. you're just taken with the, yes. with the current or the wind. Yeah. So, yes. yes. So, so very appropriate. And then you go to not even two lines later. I rewind the tape, but all it does is pause on the very moment all was lost. Ooh. And I, re I was driving around home this weekend because it was Thanksgiving, listening to this, and I just went, ha <laughs> mm, Taylor. <laughs> I may have been pulling into the hairdressers to get my nails done and it was quickly trying to write these lyrics down yeah. really quickly so I didn't lose it. I think Madeline, my nail person, looked at me like I was crazy as I was trying to quickly text these in to our notes. But there are so many times I will go back to that night. Mm -hmm. Christine and I were supposed to go to Friendly's to go and get ice cream because it was her winter break and I was home. Instead, we were at the hospital. Right. And then, so the next part is, and I was catching my breath, barefoot in the wildest winter, catching my death, and I couldn't be sure I had a feeling so peculiar that this pain would be forevermore. Mm. When you lose yes. someone, it feels like it it's feels, always going to hurt. It's always going to be there. It was the wildest winter ever. Um, yeah. And then... There's a little bit later on, I swear you were there, just another great. But I think the line that sold this song for me was at the very, very end. So for most of the song, it's that this pain would be forevermore. It ends with this pain wouldn't be forevermore. And as we've talked about throughout all of these episodes, grief ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. um, it's been described as many things, but one of my favorite descriptions of grief is that it's like you're caught in the ocean with waves. Sometimes the waves come crashing and you can see them coming. Other times you can't. Mm -hmm. I know, Paige knows, she's been warned that in a couple weeks that grief's just going to come mm -hmm. on. But I also know it's not going to be forever anymore. Right. It's just every once in a while. I can usually tell mm -hmm. when things are going to happen because I've been living with it for 18 years. Right. Almost 18 years. 
but that grief it's not forever it mm -hmm. changes right because the memories are exactly and the experience yeah. are the happinesses are yes the, right yeah you know and that goes back to like my happiness that was one of my lyrics for it as well like you know happiness after you but there was happiness right. because of you yeah well and this idea that this pain mm -hmm. won't be forevermore yeah. even when you just think it is gonna just yeah. always hurt yeah for me and i've said this in mm -hmm. almost every episode yeah. that is the story of the gospel yes that is the yeah. story of resurrection uh -huh. is that even after this death yeah. on a cross terrible vicious yes. awful yeah jesus is risen from the dead mm -hmm. jesus calls mary by name jesus visits mm -hmm. his disciples he meets them in the breaking yeah. of the bread and in the sharing of yeah. meals and our lives our stories our existences mm -hmm. yes they include pain they include struggle they include loss and grief mm -hmm. but we know that the pain won't be there eventually it goes away yeah or changes yeah and that is exactly what jesus taught mm -hmm. he taught all of us not just his followers at the time but all of his followers years years and years and years later that there's going to be hardship there's going to be grief there's going to be death there's going to be all of the things but there's also the hope and the joy right. and the peace and the love and the light that comes from following right. him it's again that both and yeah and i think that's the power of her taking a song like yes. evermore that is it's hey december i'm feeling unmoored right mm -hmm. and ending it with but I know this pain won't be forevermore. Yeah. And having it sit on the album alongside Happiness and Marjorie mm -hmm. um, and other ones that, you know, love or grief mm -hmm. is only happens when there's love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you when when you love someone, there's mm -hmm. gonna be grief. And that doesn't make the grief easy. No. But it does make it worth it. Yeah. You know, it does. to to have yeah. loved um someone or people your family experiences all of that mm -hmm. um that hope comes after grief sometimes mm -hmm. right yeah or often sometimes. yeah yeah so you know this album is just it's right. amazing and but you said you had one more story for yeah, us yeah right? and it's, it's not a story it's a mood okay i lied it's a mood that's okay. But we, we'll kind do of, we kind of segued into it a little bit. Yeah. We, we talk about what Jesus teaches his followers at the time and, mm -hmm. and what what we're still learning from mm -hmm. his life and ministry and everything. But there's a mistake that we make when dealing with a historical figure like Jesus. Yeah. And we try. Really? I know. We make mistakes with historical figures. Yes. Yeah. Rising. Right. I know. It's crazy. It is. You know, founding fathers, founding founders of the church, Jesus make mistakes right what? We, we want to take jesus mm -hmm. a first century palestinian man mm -hmm. and just place him that way in our world mm -hmm. like frozen know, jesus right where he left us huh right we want to leave him frozen in that place and yeah. ask him to speak into our world yeah which doesn't work no very very different worlds right just a little bit and even you know 
understanding the relationship between the Jews and the Samaritans, mm-hmm. which we've talked a little bit about, doesn't make sense yeah. in our world. Yeah. Or the Canaanite woman and the Syrophoenician. Who, what, what are these people groups? We don't know yeah. them, right? And the that we have to move forward. Mm-hmm. And we have to bring Jesus on that journey with us. Yeah. And I think the images in Right Where You Left Me, mm-hmm. which is on the deluxe bonus tracks, yeah. um, tell that really well where she's like frozen in time. Yeah. You know? And where you left me in the restaurant. Yeah. Frozen. Just yes. stuck. Yes. And we can't let ourselves get stuck. Mm-hmm. And we can't let Jesus get stuck. Exactly. Because we have to understand the law. Mm-hmm. and the spirit of the law yeah so um a good example jesus does this a lot yeah he is like well you've and we've mentioned this earlier you heard it said but mm-hmm. i say yeah but one of the examples is what jesus says about divorce mm-hmm. and people the people come and ask him about it and they said well moses said you could get divorced something like that yeah and jesus kind of comes back and says no, that's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. And the reason largely that Jesus says it, and that was a really bad like quote, because I'm not yeah. quite right, is that women ought not be just left on their own. And if a mm-hmm. woman's husband leaves her, they're, they're, they're nothing. They have no hope yeah. in that world. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can't take that story and leave it and only take it in that yeah. frozen in time. Yeah when women have jobs and can support themselves and can be pastors and lead churches right and be global musician of the year right yes you know great poets and writers and yeah that can you know have our control of our own lives and so we have to be open to understanding the spirit Mm -hmm. of the law yeah uh without being so captured by the letter mm-hmm. of it yes. so that um was i i don't know there's something about that yes. moment oh yeah yeah in that song and we've found this a little bit on some other albums as well where it was a little bit harder to stick where we found god mm-hmm. our first one that we did and i put in parentheses too easy was from our the Pastor Swifty's Life First from Tis a Damn Season, mm-hmm. the Methodist. And right. I was like, too easy? Too, um, too on the nose? I mean, Taylor has a lot of cultural Christianity yes, yes. in her work. And and I think this idea of the church as a place, yeah. as a um, landmark, mm-hmm. is really telling yeah. that uh, about what she was noticing. Yes. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So yeah. So, so you'll you'll now please drive around and see if you can find all of the, the Methodists. Methodists. You know, maybe there'll be a school nearby and you can park in between. Right. Yeah. Um, we talked a lot about Marjorie mm-hmm. and how that's God. That's right. Yeah. Resurrection. That's everything. Mm-hmm. You had one other one from yeah. Ivy. So in Ivy, there's just a line of the faith forgotten land, mm-hmm. and it's you know, another way to say God forsaken place. Yes. Right. And this idea that God is no longer in some, in, mm-hmm. in a place. Um, and I think, you know, with Ivy, there's an image there about the house being covered in Ivy, which uh-huh. happens when a house isn't cared for generally, yeah. unless you do it intentionally. Yes. Why? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but 
there yeah that was one of that's maybe the most explicit reference yes yeah um here in this one yeah so then next our track five our track five what our is tra track five? track five is tolerated of course it is okay so my track five story and it should become no surprise to you it's the woman at the tomb yeah i mean that's the resurrection is the track five of the whole story of god's relationship with humanity right <laughs> like but specifically the women but specifically that it is the women yes the that women discover i like it yes i'm yes. on board yeah i'm on board so what's next page well it's midnight meet me at midnight yeah we're not going to record at midnight no nor will we well we might release at midnight but it depends <laughs> it depends on how fast things render right but, but that's next week. I know. Number number 10. Or 11. 11. Whatever it's something. Right. Well, yes. it's our 11th episode, but it's the 10th album. Yeah. And we're specifically doing Midnight's The Up Till Dawn version. Yes, because we're not going to leave anything out. No, because that then includes Snow on the Beach with more Lena Del Rey. Mm -hmm. Hits different and you're losing me. Yes. So the three bonus tracks that we get. Right. Well, there's more than that, too. There's the other version of Karma. Yes. Oh, yes. Karma featuring Ice Spice. Mm -hmm. And there's one other, but I'm not remembering it because my yeah. brain isn't yeah. braining. Yeah. But so if you want to listen along with us this week, make sure you listen to Midnight's Up Till Dawn Up version. Up Till Dawn, which I wish you would release on vinyl. I want the yes, Up Till Dawn vinyl. I do want the Up Till Or just like the extra one with yeah. the new songs yeah, just, on it. Taylor, can, can you do that for us? Can you, while you're getting ready to re-release Reputation. Or debut. Whichever is coming next. Reputation. We'll see. Yes. We'll see. I did have one more quote. You do. Okay. I do. And I, I like right, tossing do. it at the end because it's from It's Time to Go. It is. Yes. <laughs> and this is what another one of the bonus tracks forevermore. Mm -hmm. And the line is sometimes, this is the chorus, sometimes yeah. giving up is the strong thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes to run is the brave, brave thing. Sometimes walking out is the one thing that will find you the right thing mm -hmm. and i love so much of this is that yeah. both and yeah right like that it's every no mm -hmm. allows you to say yes to something else yes. yeah. and every time you say yes to something there are things you have to say no to mm -hmm. and uh i just i love that and yeah. it's time to go yeah so before it's time um, to go let's remind you about our sunday questions yeah. um so make sure you say whatever more jesus story mm -hmm. would you add to this album what would be your track five yep do you have verses for this album mm -hmm. is there a story you're glad we finally covered right that you wish we would still cover yeah you know because we have one more album there might be a bonus coming soon but at least one more album mm -hmm. Yeah, if there's any stories that you connected to Taylor Swift songs yeah. that we haven't made, we want to hear it. Yes, please. So find us on PastorSwifties.com. You can comment on any of our episodes. Um, maybe I'll add a contact us link to it yeah. so you can send us that stuff or comment on any of our posts on Instagram or Facebook. Yes. Because uh, I'd love to hear that if you've made yeah. connections we didn't make. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So as always, thank you so much for joining us um, on this week's episode where we dove deeply into Evermore. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, next week's Midnight. 
can't believe it. I can't Next believe week it. Is midnight. Yes. So before we go, um, want to remind you, you can find us anywhere. You yeah. find podcasts. Uh, if you leave a review or recommend us to someone that helps more people hear uh, these stories and get to know uh, this connection between mm-hmm. Jesus and Taylor Swift. And uh, it's just such a pleasure to get to do this with you all. So before we go, we have our PS. Yeah. And Paige, will you pray for us I this get to week? start. So yes. let us pray. God, you are with us even through our champagne problems. Continue to tolerate all that we are as your people, that you continue to be with us in our struggles, in our hopes, in the places where we simply need your love. God, help us to know that you are with us evermore. Amen. Long story short, it's time to go and take the happiness of the season out into the world where it needs to go forevermore. Amen. See you next week. Bye.